You're listening to the Counter Culture Mom Show. Our kids are under fire every day with the media and pop culture persuading them to give up their faith and Christian values. Stay tuned now as former Hollywood actress and pop culture expert Tina Griffin helps you counter these messages and safely navigate today's pop culture chaos. If you have a business and you want to join a network of like-minded, free individuals where you won't be censored and controlled, check out Freedom Square. Freedom Square is a digital commonwealth for freedom-loving Americans to access news and information, podcasts, a business network, and even a resource center rich in American history and key resources for sustaining our liberty. Get 20 bucks off your yearly business subscription by clicking on our discount link in the show notes surrounding this episode at counterculturemom.com. And now for our guest who's going to kick off our theme of the week, Credible News Sources. Joe Dallas is an author, conference speaker, and ordained pastoral counselor. He directs a biblical counseling ministry for those dealing with sexual and relational problems. The author of the daily blog, Joe Dallas Online, Joe has also authored six books on human sexuality from the Christian perspective, including Desires in Conflict, The Game Plan, When Homosexuality Hits Home, Five Steps to Breaking Free from Porn, and Speaking of Homosexuality. He is also the author of Christians in a Canceled Culture. This is the Counterculture Mom Show. I'm your host, Tina Griffin. We are discussing credible news sources on our program this week with Counselor Joe Dallas. Joe, how are you doing from Southern California? Doing great, Tina. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes, I got to catch up to your tan. I might have to fly south and uh, get some rays. Yes, we've got them. Now, you hold a master's degree in Christian counseling, and you're a member of the American Association of Christian Counselors. Thank you for putting the time in. God obviously has you here for a reason and a purpose. The introduction alone, I want to read all six of your books immediately. Christians in a Cancel Culture, that's where we are. It's much needed. You refer to cancel culture as a virus. That is the true virus. What are you uh, referring to there? Oh, Tina, I think it's a virus, both with theological and uh, political implications. Uh, Politically, I think it's a virus towards basically a very big government grab, towards a collective sense of what we should all believe and what we should all not believe. And uh, basically, like Orwell said, Big Brother knows best. Uh. We are moving in the direction of this sort of a, a false and I think a very dangerous unification where we're basically letting the government tell us what we may or may not say, what we should or shouldn't believe. It's a it's kind of a cultural Marxism that's taking hold. And in that sense, I think it's spreading because people do need to believe in some kind of cause. I get that. I think people need to believe that there's a villain to fight and there's there's an innocent person to defend. And, and so there's a noble cause to take up. And I think that leads to all the, what else can you call it, but self-righteousness that we see in this, you know? Okay, so you just gave me five questions I have to ask just from that two-minute statement here. That's very powerful. Um, Who do you think is the true villain? Well, I think the true villain, if we look at it in the eternal sense, is Satan himself. Now, that's such a knee-jerk response, Tina. I know that. But but if you go back to kind of the beginning, um, if, if you look at what we're seeing in most of the social identity movements, they have to do with a dismantling of Genesis 1 and 2. Yes, the dismantling of the idea that God is our creator, that marriage is defined as monogamous and heterosexual, that the sex we are assigned is an eternal desi- assignment that cannot be usurped, that the life within the womb is really a life within the womb. All of the movements we're seeing, or most of them, I should say, are, are trying to dismantle those particular notions. And you know what? If I hated humanity the way the devil was, that's just what I'd do. 
But I think what we are seeing is something that's always been there, but I think it's been more restrained. So now we've got like this manifestation of this hostility, you know, which I think is a spiritually empowered hostility, which I think accounts for the headway that it's made. So if we want to get back to the real devil, that's where I think it lies. At a secondary sense, I think it lies in the human nature that craves for self-righteousness. I think that these movements, the woke movements, tend to be incredibly self-righteous. They give a false sense of purity. And of course, like I said earlier, if you like the idea of big government, this stuff is a big government dream. It really is. Yeah, it absolutely is. I love how you answered my question so differently than what I thought. Not the Satan aspect. I completely agree. But villain, I'm constantly exposing on this program through different themes that we have throughout the last two years. Villain being Bill Gates, the Clintons, Obamas, yes, even the Bushes. How far back do you want to go? Uh, World Economic Forum, all of that whole entire demonic group. I love that you brought it back to us, the sinful nature of us as being the villains if we're not grasping on to God's word, his truth, and living out exactly what he told us to live out. And there's so much deception in today's day and age. And oh, you're right, yeah. everything's being everything's being exposed. Mm -hmm. um, very dangerous with our cancel culture. I have to throw this, this question in the mix. I don't know if I have ever asked this before on the program, but it's really in the back of my brain. I've said it how many times. Adolf Hitler, we have mass uh, murder with six million Jews and then some back during the Holocaust, which has been erased, of course, from our history books because they don't want the younger generation which Gates and Pearson are behind textbooks and schools. They don't want the millennials, young kids to know exactly what took place there because they want to literally recreate it here on American soil. And I've talked about that. The cancel culture going on, do you compare that with what it was like during the book burning years 70, 80 years ago? Yes, absolutely. In fact, I've got a whole chapter in the book that is titled, You've Been Starred. Uh, because that's how it started. Oh my gosh. Yes. And you, you label them and you teach a public perception of that group, and thereby you both dehumanize and discount the group. Okay, you got to break this. I, I think I know where you're going with this. Break this beast down for us. So give us two or three examples of groups and how our culture is trying to cause division and have certain people hate certain people. Well, let's take a group that's near and dear to all of us, social media. <laughs> I mean, you know, it basically has been set up as something we are becoming largely dependent on. A little scary there, right there. Um, but which also says, hey, in the name of community, in the name of us being as healthy a people as we can, let's root out the people whose ideas are dangerous and who are foundationally dangerous, that, that basket full of deplorables that we really need to do something to make sure does not influence the rest of us, which to me harkens right back to, hey, for the sake of a pure Aryan nation, for the sake of our, our future, you know, for white Europeans, let's make sure that we root out the people who are spreading dangerous information, misinformation, and by the way, who have too much power. And just as, again, the propaganda of the Holocaust promoted the idea that the Jews are powerful and need to be brought down. So we are told consistently, if you are an evangelical Christian, much less if you don't happen to be a person of color, you already have way too much privilege. What you say and do needs to be discounted. You need to be discounted. You need to be dehumanized. And look, Tina, no exaggeration here. Look at the campus life 
when when uh, the Nazi party was starting to, to, to develop more in Germany. And it basically said, shout down and bully and intimidate anybody who promotes an unacceptable idea. What have we got going in America, if not that? So the similarities are too obvious to miss. Too obvious. Have You don't have to go into detail on this, like scary detail. Have you done research on and know about what the globalists have been doing for decades on American soil to prepare our country to experience unknowing to a majority of us Americans that they plan on reenacting Hitler times 100 here on American soil? You know, I'm not as well versed on that as I'd like to be. I find it interesting you say that because my particular issue I deal a lot with is LGBTQ. Now, back in the days of the late 80s, early 90s, when some of the more radical gay activist groups were using sort of stormtrooper techniques, they admitted that they drew some of their material. I couldn't believe this, that they admitted it publicly from Mein Kampf. Wow. Okay, well, that's, that's interesting because what they basically realized was it works. It works. And yeah. history is bound to repeat itself if we're not careful and if we're not knowledgeable, which we're going to talk about that here in a second. Do you believe the window to speak truth openly in America is coming to an end? Yes. Uh. No question. No question it is. Now, I, you know, I'm not such a doomsayer that I say, oh, my gosh, there's no hope for us. I think as long as there's possibility, there's still hope. There is a possibility we could turn this around. But a lot depends on how awakened we become, how concerned we are, how willing we are to be a little uncomfortable, Tina. I think that's what it's going to come down to, because it doesn't matter who the majority is. What matters is who's more committed. And if you've got a very committed minority versus an apathetic majority, the minority is going to win. And here's what's sad, too, is if you have a lot of people that don't know the truth, they can't band together. And if you have different viruses, pandemics, plans to separate and divide, like what we just saw, mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter movement, common oh, yeah. core curriculum, all of it, they want to divide because they don't want us to, to realize what's going on, who's trying to take over the globe. So yeah. we can't band together. It's a big mess because I know a lot of people in smaller little groups, they want to do something, just don't know what to do. So I'm I'm interested to pick your brain. We're going to go to a short commercial break. When we come back, Joe Dallas is going to help us navigate how to join forces to help save this country for the sake of our kids right after this. We're a well-funded Christian entertainment company that's making world-class games for children. And what we're doing is unique because we're building top-notch gaming content that competes with the top of the stuff on the App Store, but that contains God's truth. Whether it's games that are biblical or games that come out of a new world we've created called the Rimverse. I was looking out at the world and I got bothered by a few things. Anxiety, suicide, and depression rates are all-time highs for children, which exactly parallels the rise of social media on smartphones. I noticed that for the first time in American history, less than half of Americans go to church. While over 60% of people in this country, over 40, believe in God, that for children, it's only 32%. As a parent, and I'm a parent, and there's a lot of parents out there that we hear this from that want the True Play solution, there's nowhere they can take their kids to deliver them high quality entertainment, something that they're actually going to enjoy and use, but that also contains God's truth, that contains the values that they hold dear. That's why we're doing True Play. Have you noticed the ever-alarming 400,000 cell towers that have gone up in the United States alone? How about the electronics that reside in every room of our homes and Wi-Fi that runs 24-7? 5G cell phones are carried in our pockets hours on end. Common complaints are ringing in the ear, sleep deprivation, 
palpitations, headaches, memory loss, and so much more. Redemption Shield is on the cutting edge of offering products that protect your family from electromagnetic and microwave radiation. From Faraday bags, earthing bed sheets, Wi-Fi router covers, hats, scarves, bed sanctuaries. This will not be going away anytime soon. We will continue to see only faster speeds, 6G, 7G, and more exposure to EMF than any time in our history. Start protecting yourself now. Go to RedemptionShield.com and get grounded and shielded today. Use code TINA and save 10%. RedemptionShield.com. Counterculture Ministries and the Counterculture Mom Show is made possible by the faithful prayer and financial support from friends like you. If you want to join forces and help us reach more people with this critical information, you can donate by heading to our website, counterculturemom.com, and click on the pink donate button at the top of the page. It's a complete tax write-off, and our team is pumped to have you by our side. Besides using the donations to reach multiple platforms to get this message out further, faster, your donations also make it possible for me to speak around this country. After a recent school assembly, a teacher emailed Counterculture Ministries saying, Thank you for making it possible for Tina Marie to speak. Our students thought it was one of the best convocations ever. I love bringing truth to the youth, and I share a lot of thought-provoking insight to help teens and tweens realize their identity is not based off Hollywood, the media, celebrities, lyrics of songs, or video game scores. Help me help them understand their full potential is in Christ. Once again, to donate, just go to counterculturemom.com, click on the pink donate button at the top. Thanks again from the Counterculture Ministries team. All right, Mr. Dallas, we are back. I'm very excited to ask you this string of questions because I know there's hope within all of this. Sure. Why first do you think we're seeing so much censorship and fact checking, which drives me nuts because they're basically saying the facts are not facts. Why are we seeing all this in our world today at such a high level? Well, I think when you've got forces that want control, one of the first things you have to control is what people may or may not say. And so what you want to basically do is set yourself up as the arbiter of truth. And that's basically what we've got going now, whether it's on our college campuses or on social media or in the news media, you know, uh, one of my biggest disappointments just to get broad about this, Tina, in the American people is how easily we have allowed people to tell us what we may or may not say and how we have basically fallen for the idea that there is some virtue in people policing what other people say or think. And so as a result, I think you see, like I mentioned earlier, you've got a big government dream. Of course, if you want control, you have to control speech because you have to, of course, squash dissent. So I think that that it's all headed for that uniformity. But in, in a way, this is nothing new. I mean, if, if we go back to the Gospels, for heaven's sake, and to the Book of Acts, what we see is when truth is preached, when Jesus was teaching or when the early believers were preaching, the apostles were preaching, people would never just say, oh, those Christians are crazy, they're ridiculous, we don't like them. That's not going to compel anybody into action. What they had to do was make something up. Oh, they're seditious. Oh, they're going to disturb the peace. Oh, they're going to destroy our cultural life. And for those reasons, they need to be stopped. And now what a very gullible public is believing now in America is that if you hold particular views that disapprove of certain behaviors, that alone makes you guilty of hate and guilty of destructiveness. So you need to be stopped. And unfortunately, uh, that's a trend that's catching on. Absolutely. What's really disturbing and sad is going to school for journalism in Los Angeles, Cal State LA, two decades ago. Yeah. I remember being in class where our teacher basically said, don't even think about reporting inaccurate information. Do your homework, fact check by all sources. Don't just get one side, add your opinion. Don't even think about laying your head in the pillow at night if you know that you did not do that. So it blows my mind and there's an extra, 
uh, nerve that is striking me when I see today's pop culture and media doing the exact opposite, making up stories, bashing others, and how can those reporters still go to bed at night? Now, I know they're given a script, and even a lot of the scripts we've been talking about in previous episodes for the last whole month, a lot of guests have been talking about the scripts are written by AI. Well, who controls AI? We talk about that. So they're given a script. Many also feel trapped, but it really bothers me because that is honing in and forming what our young people are believing today, middle age, and frankly, even adults, what they believe their whole life, they're now second guessing. Secondly, we got pop culture completely influencing the masses, the younger people. And like I said, public school education, you and I both know what they're being taught on a daily basis. So what are some key things you could tell parents right now and grandparents tuning in right now to make sure that their kids do not fall by the wayside in believing a lie that the enemy is selling them that America and its freedoms and everything that our previous um, soldiers, military, have died to give us, that that isn't a joke because that's right now how our younger generation views America. They want to dis- they're yeah. help the elites destroy it. Well, a part of effectively raising your kids is discipling your kids. I mean, we have to get back to the idea that the main discipleship that has to happen in a child's life needs to come from dad and mom, not the Sunday yeah. school teacher, don't even count on the school providing it, of course. Uh, look, m- my honest take on it is if you can avoid sending your kids to public school, you should. Right. Yes. If you can. I understand that's not that's not the reality for every family. Okay, I get it. But if you are able to, you'll save yourself a lot of heartache and a lot of indoctrination that you'll have to undo. But my feeling also is we need to start from very early in life teaching our kids in this house we serve a living God and we are different. We have to really accept that idea. We're a peculiar people. And Tina, I think this is a a hard thing for a lot of American believers because we're accustomed to a relatively good relationship with our culture as a nation founded on Judeo-Christian values. That's gone. The culture shifted and now there's a hostility. We have to accept the fact that we need to make the biblical case to our kids before the culture makes it, which tells me basically however old you think your kid is, when you think they've reached the right age, deduct about three to four years from it and you'll probably get it right. Make your case first to them about life, about human relationships, human sexuality, God, and what it is to be a responsible citizen. you got to be the one to teach them that before they get indoctrinated elsewhere. So if parents are wanting great, credible sources to go to, are there some of the top of your head you can say, yep, of course your books, we're going to talk about that at the end of the episode. What are some other resources they can go to to address abortion issues and um, address questions on homosexuality? Um, living together before marriage, teen pregnancy. What are some great sources you like? Well, I still think Focus on the Family has a pretty good library of reference material. I still refer people to that. Um, You know, they can go to my website. There is quite a bit of material there on overcoming porn, overcoming sexual addiction, uh, not just homosexuality, how to restore a marriage after adultery has damaged it. So they can go to joedallas.com. I got materials there. Okay, let's go there right now. Can yep. you navigate with us? joedallas.com. I love your name. Very simple. Hey, everybody, going 70 miles an hour on the highway. CSN, yeah. EFR, how you doing, people? joedallas.com. Navigate with us where to go to get information that you just shared. 
Well, if you look, for example, at um, the challenge for pastors, you would go over there about five. There you go. Now, if pastors want to know, okay, what do we do in my own church? This is something I'm really passionate about, by the way. So I'm glad you're asking. Um, I, I want our leaders to have a better understanding of what people are dealing with when they come into the church and say, hey, I think I'm same-sex attracted, or my son just came out to me, or my friend is transgender. What do I say? How do we have dialogues with people? How do we develop church policies on all of this? This is, is set up to equip both pastors and ministry leaders how they can more effectively in their own churches start addressing these issues. So that's a real big, you know, passion that I have. Um, so you can, so anyone can go to this website and yeah. gather that info from not just for pastors, but youth pastors I can see using that as well. Oh, can, yeah. You have another tab that looks phenomenal, Christians in a Cancel Culture. Can you address what that's we my can podcast. My podcast, uh, I just finished recording a few sessions of it. It's every Friday. You can catch it on uh, my YouTube channel. And what I do on that is I, I cover one of the five issues I, I, I hit in my book. Boy, do I look like a funny old man in that picture. You look great. <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah, it's it, the podcast is set to help people discuss intelligently abortion, critical race theory, transgenderism, same-sex marriage, progressive Christianity. These are all the hot-button topics. My whole idea is we we know where we stand. The question is, how do we stand? Oh, my gosh. We've got to get you in immediately. You already gave me like three more ideas. Okay. Commercial break. And support our sponsors. They are phenomenal. They allow us to get people like Joe Dallas in the program. Support them. We'll be back with more uh, with Mr. Dallas and what he's up to right after this. My name is Glenn Story. I'm the founder and CEO of Patriot Mobile. And then we have four principles. First Amendment, Second Amendment, Right to Life, Military and First Responders. My name's Scott. I'm with Patriot Mobile. What is going on with all the woke companies in this country? It seems like everybody has completely lost their minds, right? No more. This is called voting with our dollars. We need to start prioritizing our beliefs and our values over convenience and comfort. And this is why companies like Patriot Mobile are so important right now. If you have a place to go put your money, you always want to put it with somebody that's like mine. Of course. I think that's the, that's the beauty of Patriot Mobile. We're a conservative alternative. My pronouns are Bible believer, gun carrier, and mama bear. We are the nation's only Christian conservative wireless provider. I came in as a boy, and I'm leaving as a young man. They're developing lifelong friends, and they're being pushed beyond what they think their limitations are. It's helped me with importance of leadership, because, I mean, before Trail Life, I literally did nothing. As a mom, I love the fact that I know that our son is involved in a Christ-centered, boy-focused school. I'm confident that he's in a safe environment, that he's getting the mentorship and leadership of men who have the type of foundation that we need. Together. I've never really been able to talk in public and being in trail life, everyone's so accepting of you and that really helped me become who I am and who God wants me to be. Me and my dad, we, we really didn't talk a lot and my mom wanted my dad to go. He was like, sure, I'll go. So he asked off for work and he went. And ever since then, me and my dad's relationship has gotten closer. Experience the trail life difference. Find a troop near you or start one today by visiting www.traillifeusa.com. All right, Joe, you write a lot that we ignore history's lessons to our peril. Can you explain more about what you're talking about here? 
I think we are loath to believe that people will be as evil as people are inclined to be. And I think because of that, we tend to be slow in responding when evil is presenting itself. When movements are trying to tell people what they may or may not think, that's not just wrong, it's evil. And to be passive in, in the face of evil is to be complicit in what, what the outcome is going to be. Now, what we're told is not to be afraid of it, but don't be overcome with evil, overcome evil with good. We've been commissioned to speak truth. And I tell you, that truth that we're speaking, it's the word of God, it's alive, it's living, it's powerful, sharper than a two-edged sword. It's not just a product we made up. It still works. I don't care how dark the times are getting. So if ever we needed more boldness in the church and more clarity, it's today. For everybody out there, you have to grab onto his book. It's phenomenal. Check it out. Joe, tell us more about your book, Christians in a Cancel Culture. It's going to encourage us speaking with truth and grace in a hostile world. We need this book massive. Share more about what's in it. It's just a basic how-to step-by-step thing talking to you about the fact that, hey, it is controversial handling truth. you got to learn to accept that. You have to allow yourself to be at times the subject of contempt, but you also got to realize this is what's life's changing. I think we're so often afraid of tension, and we don't realize tension brings the labor pains that bring rebirth. Yes. Plenty of tension when truth collides with error, but i got to tell you, and I know this firsthand, there's a lot of redemption that comes out of that tension. Praise the Lord for that. I needed that personally, honestly, today. Share this critical content that all of our fantastic guests for the last two years have shared, which none of them, none of them have ever contradicted each other. It's all been a big puzzle we've been building. God is downloading the topics, the guests. Share it with the masses. Get that information out there. If there's a topic it's hard for you to discuss with someone, your family, your friends, send an episode where we talked about it and then say, hey, what do you think about this? Joe, you're fantastic. JoeDallas.com. Get out there. Make a difference, everyone. We each have a calling from God. Use the time wisely to help save lives. CounterCultureMom.com. Show topic. Guest. If you want to get it in the mix, email us at show at CounterCultureMom.com. Joe, you rock. Let's meet face-to-face before the rapture happens. Anytime, Tina. Uh Thank you. Go get them, everybody. Thanks for joining us for the Counterculture Mom Show with your host, Tina Griffin. For over two decades, Tina has traveled the globe exposing how pop culture is glamorizing harmful behaviors without showing the consequences and how these messages are wreaking havoc on today's youth. Through radio, TV, podcasts, and our app, Counterculture Ministries is reaching millions every week with a biblically-based message for hope for today's teens and their parents. But we can't do that without your faithful prayer and financial investment. If you appreciate the ministry of Tina and Counterculture Ministries, would you prayerfully consider a generous gift right now? We have a donor matching dollar for dollar. You can give securely online by visiting counterculturemom.com or by texting the word DONATE to the number 55444. That's counterculturemom.com or text the word DONATE to the number 55444. Every dollar is doubled. If you love this show, you can stay up to date on the latest critical issues affecting your family by catching all of our weekly episodes with resource links, signing up for our e-newsletter, and downloading our Counterculture Mom app, where you get timely pop culture alerts. Visit counterculturemom.com for more details. And be sure to join us next week for another edition of the Counterculture Mom Show with Tina Griffin, where we are rewriting Hollywood script for our kids. 